baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx on a semi-rainy, cooler Monday than expected. 7th day of August 2017. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. Jamie, top of the morning to you. Terry, I have to admit you made me a little nervous this morning. Uh, we were we were up against the clock there, and I thought, my God, I, I sure I'm glad uh, Walter wasn't there to have to. He was the one who's going to have to donate me a kidney uh, when I was in the hospital because I thought he'd be late for that. And uh, of course, I you know I thought, well, you know I'll, I'll go, but Terry will Terry will be here. And, and sure enough, you said, don't ever worry, I'll be here. If I and, tell you, uh, we'll be there. I'll be there, and, and you'll be here. Um, of course, I, I should have made you run laps or, or gassers or something. Uh, push-ups in the corner? Push-ups in the corner or something. <gasps> That's, That's what I should, one. I'm done. Should have done. Well, you just take charges from your players. I've learned so my lesson. I've just, I have just did one push-up. Well, we certainly hope you're smarter than that. Mental, but anyway, mental push-up. Mental push-up. <laughs> you can take it. That, that's difficult enough for you on a good day. But uh, anyway, happy Monday to you, uh, August 7th, as you indicated. Lots going on in the sports world. We really, I think the pads go on in a lot of places, colleges across the area. Uh, high schools today. High schools uh, donned the shells and, and the pads today, and here no, we go. They're, they're going full blast today, and the football gods have smiled upon uh, the local high school and college athletes as we have a significant drop in temperature, a little rain out there. Uh, going to cool things down, which uh, makes for a lot safer type of environment to to work out in. So, uh, you know, thoughts, prayers, everything go out for the safety of all the uh, the people participating. Uh, and, and JB, you know, you know who else is out there these days in the heat? Is your bands? Yes. Let's not forget the bands, the I mean, cheerleaders. A lot and, of people yeah. that are out there working in that heat, in addition to the football players. So, you know, thoughts go out with everybody there. Hey, you are. We are brought to you by. Dr. David Weber, wrestling coach extraordinaire. And, oh, by the way, he's a world-class veterinarian. Go see him on US 165. He, it would be Nort. Nort. In Did I say Nort? That's what the Cajuns say. Nort. Nort and South. Let me tell you that, Dr. Weber, he's a 165 Nort. Nort. Be prepared for hurricane season. Go Tigers. Go sit in there stand. Dr. Weber's got that place behind his office there. You can stay until water come up. You spent way too much time. It's really good, by the way, Jamie. I don't know about that. I try, but you know, we're, we're going to start doing that. That's going to be a, a feature. We're going. I'm going to put you on the spot. We're going to start doing a feature probably every Monday or Tuesday morning. It's going to be fake Ed Orgeron. Well, can <laughs> and I, I'm going to ask you questions and I'm going to make you answer them. Let me ask. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um, do you find uh, since you've been back here? Um, I'm guilty of this, and I don't mean to. Wake up screaming in the middle of the night. It's really kind of embarrassing. But I kind of tend, when I go down there, I tend to lapse into the brogue down there. I guess because it's a communication thing. You know, you just like, whatever. Oh, man, what I'm going to do, huh? You know, throw it over there. You know, you just kind of tend to. Shoot him. That's what I'm about, shoot him. You tend to to lapse into it. Not just that, but wherever I am across this, this great country, I tend to. Talk like that. Except I cannot do a good Boston accent or anything like that. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I'm, I've realized now, Terry, the older I get, uh, the less versatile, actually 
useful I've become. So, anyway, that probably explains a lot. But, uh, anyway, not like yourself. I mean, you you got your, your irons in the fire and everything. Now you're going to be coaching. I mean, I kind of envy you there. You're just uh, throwing yourself out there, and occasionally the, the, the squirrel, I'm going to use in this case, you're the squirrel. You're getting the... Uh, you're getting the nut and everything else, so you got to be ver- you got to be versatile. You got to be roll with the punch. Speaking of, hey, I got a good one for you to open it up. I do want to get in this little league disqualification. Well, that's a whole different. That, that's, I'm going to get pissed when I when I talk about that. This is pretty funny though. Uh, you make you know we are free enterprise capitalist supporting individuals here uh, on yes, the edge. Yes, I, I think you could say that. Yes, and uh, you never let an opportunity go to waste. And so the uh, there is a play, and you may actually know of this, Jamie. I did not. Uh, there is a strip club in Mississippi. I know you find that hard to believe. Uh, it's called the Pony Club. I'm very familiar with and the Pony. It, and it describes itself as the ultimate strip joint. Mm-hmm. They, they self-describe themselves that. I'm going to go ahead and just take their word for it uh, for, for the sake of this argument. <laughs> they are. Th- this guy is. Uh, o- the club is owned by a passionate Mississippi State fan, and uh, they are throwing this week a Hugh Freeze tribute party. Really, taking advantage of uh, the the rebel coach that was uh, just re- resigned recently, and uh, yeah, so they're hoping to get a lot of Mississippi State Bulldog fans and maybe some uh, some upset, uh, disgruntled Ole Miss fans in there. Well, you got to. I mean, when you're talking about the pony there, I mean, even though it's in Starville, it's a it's an equal opportunity establishment. Here's the other one, and the owner of the club says, "Look, just to show I'm a good sport, uh, I've instructed my doorman if someone resembles Hugh Freeze, mm-hmm. they're going to be allowed to come in with no cover." What a great marketing tool! And there will be anybody. There will be plus they're going to give a free drink yes. to anybody turns in any official Ole Miss SEC coaching visors. Well, it's been a, been a rough so time. If you look like, so I think it's you could actually go there, turn his stuff in. It's not like he needs it anymore. Get a free drink and be in, entertained at the ultimate strip joint in Mississippi. Yeah, the Pony. Now let's uh, let's set the stage here a little bit. Um, the Pony is. Why a, did I know you? Know is an where adult this was strip at? club. Uh, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. An adult entertainment club uh, in Starkville. I didn't know they had one. Um, honestly, I, I do understand it's only like two or three miles from campus. So you would think, being in a college town, uh, there's probably, a, a, believe it or not, there's a lot of talent in Starkville. And I'm not talking about the football team or the basketball team or anything sports-related, unless you want to include a pole in there. But that is something that uh, you want to, you know, it, it, I'm sure there's some some people there. And this guy apparently, uh, he's not limited to one location. I think he's got a number of spots all over uh you know the South, so he, you know, uh, he's got an he's expanded his his base a little bit, and now he's he's using uh, Ole Miss. He's a, a diehard Mississippi State fan, and of course he's. I can promise you these, this thing we talk a lot about, but this thing between Mississippi State and Ole Miss is, is pretty intense. They don't really care for each other at all. Uh, now a lot of them, you know, but it's Mississippi being the small state that a lot of guys drink coffee together, and they either one of them are. Uh, you know, went to one of the other schools. And, and the let's just say the playful banter, which I think is appropriate regarding this story, the playful banter between the two can get pretty uh, elevated sometimes. 
And I think this is all very – your timing here, Terry, is uh, outstanding because it just so happens uh, breaking this morning that uh, Houston Nutt has offered to settle his defamation lawsuit versus Ole Miss. Does this involve, like, uh, so, I don't know a certain felt, number of passes to the Pony Club? Or? I, I don't know, but he uh, apparently has felt like, you know what, I, I've got them kind of where I want them, so to speak, or uh, – and he wants uh, – says here that he wants to settle based on an exchange for a public policy and 500000 to fund the creation of an integrity for College Sports Commission in Mississippi. I'm not sure what a <laughs> oh, integrity for College Sports Commission in Mississippi, how that necessarily – that would be like trying to get integrity for the IRS, I would think. Uh, not necessarily something that I think goes hand in hand, and I'm surprised it's only 500000 Hey, Chad Chimes here. This is pertinent yeah. to this uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chad tells us one reason that they are hosting this tribute is because Hugh Freeze banned his players from the Pony Club. Yes, and of course we know Freeze was 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 one to thump the Bible on occasion. Pot, would, meat, kettle. Yes, yes, and he. he, he um, I'm going to take up for Freeze I'm, on this. I, 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 I would ban them, too, from, you know. I think we need to free Hugh Freeze. What 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 possible issues could you come up with with alcohol, strippers? Uh, a club owned by a competitive SEC rival school in your state. What what issues could you run into with your players going there? Oh, I don't know. How about a million? Yeah, well, I wouldn't. Well, they have to go to Starkville because there's not one in Oxford, to my to my knowledge. Uh, and I've been to Oxford it. a number of times and Stark. Well, it's been a while since I've been to Starkville. I've been to Starkville. We played in Stark Vegas a couple times. Starkville gets a bad rap. It used to be pretty. Yeah, granted, it used to be Pretty rough, but now Columbus Starville, it's a, it's an okay area. I heard Skip Burtman talk one time, and uh, I don't know if I told you this story yeah. or not. Dale Brown, I used to work Dale Brown's basketball camps back in the day, and he would bring in different people from, you know, John Wooden was in there, mm-hmm. Massimino. So Skip Burtman was there one time talking to us, and Skip Burtman, you know, you got a, a hundred coaches in there or whatever, and Skip Burtman was talking about, Skip Burtman apparently did not like Mississippi. Ole Miss or Mississippi State, I, that's just I just picked that up. And he goes, look, uh, I want you to know something. You guys that are historical, you know, if you're a historian, raise your hand. And I like history. I was around it my whole life. My dad really instilled that that love of history into me. I raised my hand. He goes, uh, do you realize that Starkville, Mississippi, co- he didn't know my name, coach, uh, is derived from an ancient Native American word? No. He goes, do you know what that what Starkville means? I'm uh, a couple ideas came to my mind, but at the time I was old enough and smart enough not to uh, offer them. So I was like, "No, sir, I do not." Because it's an old, it's an ancient Native American word for trailer park. Yes, <laughs> that actually I think made national news. Well, then he went on yeah. further. He goes, "One time, uh, you know, LSU baseball team, we were going to play Mississippi State, and we drove across the uh, the Mississippi River Bridge, and about five miles into Mississippi, we were pulled over by numerous Mississippi State." Troopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came on and searched the bus, and uh, we were brought up on charges of smuggling textbooks into Mississippi. Tough. Yeah, Woo, so, rough. Yeah, so the one-liners just flew with Skip Burma. It was pretty good. But, uh, yeah, that Mississippi State, Ole Miss uh, don't like each other. Now both of them will be back in pretty relative obscurity. Albeit, though, uh, I watched this weekend and last week, Jamie, uh, Last Chance You, the second season. Yes. Not, not as entertaining as the first season. Because uh, you already know what goes well, the, on. The, 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 the academic advisor is not in this one, right? She, yeah, she's Brit- moved on. No, she was in this one. The very last scene of the uh, season of episode eight, which was the last one, she walks out the door. She's gone. She is gone. 
uh, and she just took a job in Michigan at a high school. Uh, you know, as nice as she is and caring as she is, if you watch during the show, and I, I get it that they piece these things together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She starts uh, really magnifying what her own actual importance is uh, in there because the coaches won't listen to her. And, you know, she she's like anybody else. She's got an opinion on the games and uh, sort of a as much of a likable character as she was in the first episode, in the first season. You're like, yeah, she was stealing the limelight a bit. Uh, no, not really. I just think she had a overinflated uh, self of. Uh, sense of self-worth in that i mean she did a great job with those kids she worked really hard at them with them um but it was just, it was just something a little bit over the top and my prediction for you if she lasts till december in this michigan school uh, i will be surprised well she's had sort of a uh, uh i guess you would say a, a gypsy experience since she left she she went to birmingham briefly worked for uh for nukes I'm following Brittany, as you as you can tell. Not on not on Facebook or Twitter or anything. I'm just kind of not, not in a stalking not sense in of the a way. Stalking if sense if, if the any way. legal no. authorities out there listening, well, I think we need to tie this back in eventually to the pony. Um, <laughs> Which that might be the next job. Maybe move. the next job move. I don't know. So she left Nukes, went to started tried to start a uh, an academic thing to try to help kids. Uh, Ten thousand pencils. Ten thousand pencils. Okay, let's go with that one for a while. That. Apparently played out quickly, and then she landed in Michigan, where she is now. So, uh, again, I don't think she's going to like the winners in Michigan. I don't know, but I think there's a – who knows. But, anyway, we, we want uh, Brittany back in the South. Um, she Who knows? She may end up at Ole Miss. You never know. Uh, they could use a lot of help right now. But um, I'm saying bring Brittany back. I'm saying bring Hugh Freeze back. Uh you know, here's the thing: the pony is not going away, right? The pony is here. I, I've never for a been while. to the pony, Jamie. I, Sounds like a glorious trip, though. If you're buying, it, I'm it, in. It may be worth. I don't know. It. Look, part of what we do here, Terry, is so investigative. Freeze, look going. Well, part of our we're going to branch out and do a little more for, for just for our listeners. We're going to do a lot of more investigative reporting. So I think we need to do a little bit more research on the pony, and then we can speak. With a little more authority, I like where your mind's at. Jamie. And knowledge about okay, I, I'm, I'm digging that. I so like as where, we go to break, yeah, I like where your mind's at. Okay. I'm going to send the memo to Sean and Gary today, see if we can appropriate some company cash. Thank to you. do a little investigative reporting. You sort of look like Hugh Freeze. You might get in for free. Uh, he has bigger teeth than I do for some reason, but and <laughs> I, I think I'm even taller. I think he's taller than I am. So You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. We come back. We got two uh, controversial stories. We'll get into this first little league thing and uh, get your thoughts on it. This segment brought to you by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Back in a minute. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. 
Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. The 42nd Annual Pinecone Invitational will be held September 2nd through the 4th at Calvert Crossing Golf Club. The Pinecone is a pre-flighted four-ball golf tournament you will not want to miss. Your entry fee includes tea gifts, food and drinks each day, cash prizes, three rounds of tournament golf, and a practice round. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Call Calvert Crossing Golf Club today to sign up. 397-0064. To win in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Eric McCullough, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help. Call 318-254-0032 or stop by my office at 734 Celebrity Drive today. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Hey, this is Sean Fox, sports director here at ESPN 97.7, inviting you to join me and the rest of the sports company every day, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 for our unique, unfiltered take on the world of local and national sports. We're going to make you laugh. It might make you cry, and there's a pretty good chance at some point I'm going to make you mad. But we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. That's the Sports Company, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, right here in your home for sports in North Louisiana, ESPN 97.7. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx on the Monday edition of The Edge. A uh, couple texts in here. Uh, th- somebody liked your impression of uh, Coach Orgeron. And again, we're going to start doing fake Ed Orgeron on Monday. That's going to be your deal. I'm going to interview. We're going to do a lot of five-minute segments. Mm. Okay. Just start thinking about that one. Steve says, remember uh, – Gene Hackman, Steve, first of all, Jamie is going to have no reference on this one. I'll go ahead and say that. Uh, Gene Hackman in the movie Mississippi Burning, what has four eyes and can't see? Mississippi Burning, state of Mississippi. Uh, Go figure. I know you didn't see that one either. Uh, Good point, Steve. All right, I want to get into this one. and and I had Bits and pieces. I I had about ten people uh, Facebook me over the weekend. You have ten friends? Yeah, somehow. Okay. I pay them well. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think they're friends. I think it's people just like wanting to see what I'll say. I don't think they're necessarily friends. That, they're called trolling. Yeah, they're, they're trolling. 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 And, and, I, and I take the bait. At any rate, uh, they have a team out of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And uh, Atley out of uh, Southern Virginia. I think it's, uh, well, Southern Virginia uh, near Richmond. That went out to Washington State for a World Series championship in softball. Little League, right? And so, as a host team, you know, if you're a host site, you get to put your own team in, right? right. So, uh, this team out of Washington State, uh, I'm trying to see what their name was. Oh, Kirkland, Washington. Kirkland, Washington, the host team gets beat one to nothing in the semifinals from the Virginia team. Well, pretty quickly after that, like literally, I think, in the dugout, uh, there is a picture on Instagram which shows – Several, and I say several, I think it's like seven or eight of the girls from Virginia giving the middle finger salute to the team that they just beat. Hmm. 
and the uh, let me let me make sure I get this exactly right because I want to be. They weren't saying welcome to wa- welcome to Washington. No, they were basically really happy, and there was six of them that were that were uh, flipping the bird, if you will, mm. and uh, it was like hey host. I think that's what the caption said. At any rate, this goes on to social media. Well, the funny thing about it, it's reported, and the head coach, and, you know, if you go back to Tom Hanks, there's no crying in baseball. Well, there's also no flipping of the bird in baseball either. Uh, Little League officials described it as an inappropriate social media post. I would say so, yes. Um the Richmond Times reported that an Alti team member posted a photo on Snapchat showing six of the girls giving the middle finger, and it was directed at the host club from Kirkland, Washington, which uh, Atley had, dis- had just beated, uh, defeated, I'm sorry. Um, the host team Kirkland replaced Atley in the championship. So anyway, um, when Atley manager, this is a Virginia guy, when the, when, the, when the coach found out about the photo Friday, he took swift action, according to the newspaper. First, he made sure the photo was deleted. Yeah, that'll do it. Hey, just take it down. Nobody will ever know the difference. And then he had his players deliver an in-person apology to the Kirkland squad. Sort of his way of saying, hey, we're really sorry we got caught doing this, and uh, here's we're really sorry. Please don't make us disqualified and go all the way back to Virginia. However, on Saturday. Well, they were number one. Virginia yes, was were. number one after that. <clears throat> Slightly and briefly. Mm-hmm. Um he heard that the apology from the Little League had not been enough. The league, the Little League, had decided to let Kirkland, not Atley, advance to the championship. Wow. Uh, now, here, here, is a, here is a brilliant dude here. Now, this is um, Curry and the Atley players, and the coach, Chris Madigan, said the punishment seemed too harsh. Uh, now, Jamie, let me ask you a question. You're a fairly smart guy. Don't tell anybody I said that. Mm. What would what would you describe as a, a, a travesty? I mean, if you had to come up with something uh, in historical in the historical past, what's a travesty, if you will? Uh, you know, somebody. Well, let's, let's see what Mr. Webster has to do with travesty, shall we? And I and I want to, and I'm setting this up because. I think sometimes people use language that they really have no eye. Um, okay, so you want this is represent in a false and distorted way. Uh, for example, Michael has betrayed the family by travestying them to his. I can't pronounce that. I didn't know that was a word. I, I, I didn't. I'm in the dictionary. Go that's ahead. a. Di- that's a. a, a I, I don't spend a lot of time in the dictionary. The absurdly lenient sentence is a travesty of justice. It's a perversion, a distortion of, a corruption. Misrepresentation, uh, poor substitute, and mockery of parody. So you get the idea of what you're going to make me start drinking again if you keep this up. What? It, well, okay, travesty is okay as defined by Webster's. Yeah, as defined. Okay, by, okay. okay. so go. back, back, going back to our to our coach here, the the decision that the little league made mm-hmm. to boot them out. I'm quoting: "It's a travesty for these girls." Yes, they screwed up. But I don't think the punishment fit the crime. Well, the team, they should have done something to the girls. I mean, they should have. I don't know where to go with that after talking about the pony. But what about, uh, I mean, you send them home. I mean, you send the. Which is what they did. 
They sent the ladies home. Yes, or the girls they, home. They sent the, the team, team the, te- the whole team went we, with them. Though. The team could have stayed. They just didn't have enough to play. I mean, it was I think six of them shooting the bird in the finger. So you figure there's what maybe 12, 13 on the team. Oh well, that that, yeah, that you did don't it. have enough to play. You're done. So by their selfish actions, they sent them home. The team went. Well, I guess they could have stayed. If they Washington, won, but they lost. They won, but they lost. Mm-hmm. And when they got home to the airport, they received a hero's welcome because they are victims. No, they're not. This is what pisses me off, Jamie. Okay, here we go. They're not victims. You made a decision. Yes. Now, is everybody's decision between you know, 13, 14, and 15 a good one? No, they're not. But this is a life lesson. If you look at the um, – the book of uh, the Little League of, of social media post of representation, when you sign to be a participant in that organization or any organization, you adhere to what their policies are, policies and procedures. I don't think it is. there's a little asterisk with a Sharpie in there going, hey, you can take selfies of you giving the bird to your opponents, you know, because we promote sportsmanship, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Okay, so it's a travesty. Look, I get that this guy is loyal to his kids and he's doing that for his parents. No, it's not a trap. It, it's unfortunate that we made the mistake. Our ki- Some of our kids made the mistake to do this, and it cost their whole team. Because there's a bunch of kids on that team that didn't do it, and they had their opportunity yanked by kids that thought it was funny. I get it. It's, it's that age group now. It's funny. We'll shoot the rod at them. We see, you know. Other level people doing that all the time, but yet those people are not held accountable. Why should it be? Is that the common prevailing thought? Nobody else is held accountable. Why should I be? Do is it just me? And I think I can include. Do you smell the ACLU in this one? I do. I can smell them from here. They're going to. They're going to. They'll be a. And here's the thing. What is the bigger? What is the biggest bigger travesty? Them behaving the way they did, and getting sent home. Or the people at the or whoever it's at the airport giving them a hero's welcome, they're as guilty as the girls were. So, what do we what do we learn here? What have they learned? Well, all of a sudden everybody's a victim. No, you that's that definitely, you know, they but, defied every everything they did by doing that, and all of a sudden they get a hero's welcome. Uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. It's you pay, you do the crime, you know, you you do the you, crime, do the time, do the time. Win, Thank you. Play I'm, stupid games, win stupid prizes. Here's the deal. No, I mean I'm sorry. You have to have repercussions for this, and I don't. Uh, well, it's I'm harsh. The, they're they're not teaching well, yeah, me. It's they, harsh, they, they want it on the field. You know, was it? Well, go dance at the pony then. You know, uh, if you think that's harsh, live in Starkville, Mississippi. Hang out with Hugh Freeze. Hang out with Hugh Freeze and have to go to the pony every once in a while. That's tough. Oh Well, they're trying to defend it because, you know, what you do is you keep deflecting and throwing it, hoping something, sort of right. like the Teflon defense, right. hope something will stick. Well, the host team was mean to us. They said very inappropriate. Well, that might very well be the case. They didn't post it on Instagram with them flipping the bird at you now, did they? Uh, tough toenails. Uh, you're Atley, you go home, uh, you pay, you know, you pay the punishment. This, to me, should be a life lesson, and that's the way the coach should have handled it instead of, oh, you know, up in arms about this and that and the other. It's um, a travesty for these girls. It's not a travesty. It's a travesty. It's, it's they did the crime. How about this? They okay. got to do the time. Coach, you're right. We're just going to suspend the girls in the picture. Oh, wait, you don't have enough people to play? Yeah. That's on you, isn't it? You know what? Somehow the sun's going to come up tomorrow morning 
the world will not quit spinning. Uh, even even Al Gore's got to know that for right now. I mean, is he underwater? I don't know where the hell Al Gore is. But anyway, he is uh, <laughs> the pony. <laughs> maybe he's at the pony. I don't know. Good for Al. Um, at this case, I don't think this is this this is not earth shattering stuff. This is what this is the direction we should be heading. Now we're going to be called old fogies. Oh, just wait to the next second. Get off my lawn. But <laughs> tough toenails. Forget it. This is this is a life lesson. It's not the end of the world for these girls. They can wow. recover. The coach needs to be beaten with a buggy whip, and then said, "Okay, you know what." We did it. We messed up. Life lesson goes on. Hopefully, everybody will will benefit from it. And guess what? You just missed your all-expense-paid trip to Kirtland, Washington, which I bet the weather out there this time of year is a heck of a lot better than it is in Virginia. Twelve kids are in this picture that I, I see. That's pretty from, much a from, team. From their t- yeah, yeah, so you, six of them. So you got 50% of them uh, flying the bird to the other team. Uh, and they were flying home after flying the bird. Uh, they were. Oh, so. here, was, here was the other thing. Uh, they were going to be playing on ESPN2 in the championship game. Not so fast. You're out of here, baby. Kudos to the Little League for uh, standing up for their principles. Good luck with rules. that lawsuit that's pending. Yeah. So, so many. Let them try. <laughs> Good stuff. You're listening to ESPN 97.7, the most controversial segment of the day. Wasn't that one coming up? Uh, they have a new quarterback in Miami, and it's not uh, Colin Kaepernick. Back. In a minute, this segment sponsored by Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see them on Tower Drive, Monroe, next to Nukes. Back in a minute. Grab that cash with both hands and make a stash. New car caviar. Put the power and comfort of Lincoln in your hands with spectacular deals from J. Mallard Ford Lincoln. Get 4,000 customer cash back on new 2017 Navigators plus 0% financing for 72 months with approved credit. And that's in addition to the big J. Mallard discounts. Or see their selection of certified pre-owned Lincolns with factory warranties up to 100,000 miles. Your Lincoln is waiting at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Visit jmallardford.com. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. I'm Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry. Nowadays, we all have to worry about cybersecurity. Hackers use pirate websites to infect your computer and steal your ID and financial information, or even take over your computer's camera without you knowing it. Don't let hackers into your house. Be careful with the websites you visit and warn your kids on how to stay safe online. 
To learn more, visit agjefflandry.com. Sponsored by Digital Citizens Alliance and the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with this station. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN 97.7. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Well, uh, the big news out of Miami over the weekend, toward the end of last week, uh, the quarterback uh, Ryan Tannehill goes down with potentially a season-ending knee injury on a bizarre non-contact play. Uh, reminded me literally, Jamie, back in the day when uh, Randy Livingston of Newman High School, the number one basketball player in America, you mm-hmm. probably haven't heard of him, but uh, I do played him. with Peyton Manning. As a matter of fact, in basketball, Randy Newman, the number one player in America, 6'5", unbelievable player, saw him play in high school. Wait, Randy Livingston. Randy Livingston, yeah. Yeah, played at Newman. Yeah, played at Newman High School, mm-hmm. number one player in America, signed with LSU. It was the centerpiece of uh, Coach Brown's recruiting class. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was either, I think it was a Nike camp. He was just going to get a ball, no contact, no, not playing, and just tweaked his knee hmm. and uh, blew an ACL and literally was quite never the same. No, he never really recovered from that. Um, and ended up playing some, had surgery, and actually I coached against him when I was at Southeastern. Went to the NBA, I think was uh, he was in the NBA for several years. Now he's coaching, but uh, the point being is you just never can tell what's going to go on and, and what your opportunities are. Well, in Miami, Tannehill has pretty much the same thing. So the short list of quarterbacks as your season is getting ready to get underway pretty quickly. Uh, You have uh, Robert Griffin. Robert Griffin out there. Robert Griffin is a running quarterback. Uh, Heisman Trophy, former Heisman Trophy winner. Was he rookie of the year with the Redskins? If he wasn't, he was right. He was certainly he way a, up there. He had, a, he had a much more successful rookie year than the rest of his. Yeah, because all the hits started taking catching yeah. up with him. Uh, Johnny Manziel. But, but, well, no, Robert Griffin the <laughs> third, and apparently this guy is nothing but the personification of class, does things uh, correctly, and, and just all-around great human being from what so many people know. Uh, he actually played for a friend of mine uh, in an AAU basketball um, for a couple years, and he's the, Max says nothing but great things about it. At any rate, he's out there. Brock Osweiler's out there. Jay Cutler, who's going to the Fox booth, is out there. Colin Kaepernick is out there. And uh, there's some dude playing baseball named Tebow that's out there. So your short list of available quarterbacks throughout the world, not the greatest in the world, the uh, greatest selection, if you will. This is like going to Walmart. There's a hurricane coming. And everybody knows about the hurricane for about five days. And you go to Walmart like 15 minutes before the hurricane quit, uh, hits. And uh, there's no water on the shelves. Yeah. Enjoy that uh, Diet Pepsi from 1987 over there. That's the only thing we have left. Anyway, lots of uh, discussion. Jay Cutler, who has been known to be a polarizing figure in locker rooms. People don't like him. He's sort of a pompous jerk, which begs the question why you would want him as a sports announcer. But – Again, people smarter than me make that decision. Uh, comes out for ten mil a year to quarterback the Dolphins. Not a bad year. Not a bad gig. Well, a lot of people uh, that thought this was the place for Colin Kaepernick. Let's see. They had a quarterback that was mobile, not tremendously accurate, but was mobile, big arm. Who does that sound like? Oh yeah, gee, Colin Kaepernick. And so, take away if if the Miami Dolphins say if this were at another city, maybe. A lot of people – there's two trains of thought on Colin Kaepernick, Jamie. All right? 
there is the train of thought that the people, the anti-Kaepernick people, he ain't good enough. If he's good enough, he'd be playing somewhere. All right. Then the other train of thought is he's being blackballed by the owner for taking a political stance. The truth, candidly, lies somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin Kaepernick would be an abject disaster in Miami. Yes, he Has would. nothing to do with football, folks. Okay? Zero to do with football. Now, let's recap just a couple times uh, Colin Kaepernick. And, and I'll tell you this, uh, and, and I said it, I took some heat from people around here. Does the guy have a First Amendment right to kneel down for the anthem? Yes, he does. Do I ad, uh, admire that? Do I appreciate that? Do I support that? No, I do not. But he does have that right if that's what he wants to do because people have fought and died and still do to this day to give people that right. That said, everybody want, a lot of people want to spin the narrative of that that's the only reason that the owners have not signed him thus far. Folks, that's not true. Colin Kaepernick continues to double down on all of his issues. He may have, you know, in, in his mind, you know, I certainly applaud his right and support his right to say this, but Colin Kaepernick has done a few other things out there, such as wearing pig socks multiple times to practice, depicting police officers as pigs, which, as we all know, is a very uh, offensive thing. Kind of like shooting the bird. Yeah, kind of like shooting in the, the bird dugout, to him. Yeah. Uh, shows up prior to them playing the Miami Dolphins last year in a Fidel Castro T-shirt and talks about how great Castro was with uh, education and health care. I, I just have one question, and, and this is Colin Kaepernick reciting talking points that somebody, either he's done this or somebody gave them to him. If Cuba is so great with education and with health care and all that sort of stuff, why are highly educated people with great health care jumping in leaking boats a hundred on a ten-person vote, on a boat, traversing shark-infested water to get the hell out of there. I, I, can you tell me that one? The same reason George Clooney and the wife are moving back to the states because of. Anyway, I digress. Can you give me a little bit of editorial here? Uh, you remember the Ravens were considering picking him up, right? Yes. Uh, and to your point, uh, why Kaepernick wouldn't fit Miami was due to comments he made made back in November uh, to Miami Heralds. Uh, writer Armando Salgura here after wearing a shirt with Malcolm X and Fidel Castro prominently displayed. Okay, this is a good point here. This is where the constant disclaimer about Kaepernick comes in. The point isn't whether I agree or disagree with Kaepernick. The point is this is a business. Republicans buy shoes too, which I think that's kind of limiting the argument there, but Republicans and Democrats buy shoes. Owners need to protect their team's brand. 50% 50% of the country agrees with Kaepernick, and 50% probably don't. I question those figures, but just for argument's sake, let's go with this, okay? Alienating a large segment of fans is bad business. People are entrenched in their opinions, and unfortunately, no debate is going to change everyone's mind. I am strictly speaking from a business point of view here. That, in a nutshell, sums it up. Yep, it does. It's a business, and if you're going to alienate a large percentage of Let's just say, in this article, 50% of your fan base, you can't sign him. Now, can he rehab his image? Sure he can. If, if, if I'm Colin Kaepernick, he's done his thing. Do what Michael Vick did. Not that Michael had the right, you know, keep quiet. Go under go undercover for a while. Don't double down. If it's not working, 
don't double down. He said Michael Vick is a uh, right. product of Stockholm Syndrome, which means if you're kidnapped, you start identifying with the kidnappers. He quoted that. Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend last week. You know, Ray Lewis came out. Right. Ray Lewis, no stranger to controversy in his life. Right. Uh, you know, we had the Super Bowl stabbings and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and, he kind of came out in support of him. Uh, no, Ray Lewis said, look, just play football, dude. Just play football. And so Colin Kaepernick's uh, girlfriend, who is a very popular DJ, uh, who is, and for, for context here, it is an Islamic young lady. She tweets a picture out showing Ray Lewis's face superimposed over the top of Leonard DiCaprio's shoulder from the uh, movie uh, Django, mm-hmm. in which it was Samuel L. Jackson and DiCaprio. They were the, the, the slave master, then the, and then the slave. The, the, uh, well. Samuel L. Jackson was the slave that supported him. Well, they show the Dolphins uh, owner. And then they show, or I'm sorry, the Ravens owner, and then Ray Lewis's face is superimposed over the top of his shoulder, drawing a direct correlation uh, to what she believed. Kaepernick, no stranger to uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, after the individual in Minneapolis, you know, you had the Hispanic police officer that ended up shooting the guy, Felindo Castile, uh, ended up killing him where his girlfriend was videoing the whole thing. Anyway, so they have a trial, Jamie, and it's a pretty diverse jury. I wasn't there. Neither were you. There's nobody listening to us was there. They deli- they had, a I think it was a 14-day trial, and they deliberated like six days with every piece of evidence known to mankind, and the jury found the police officer not guilty. Look, I can't tell you. I, I watched the two-minute video. looked pretty bad to me, but that's two minutes. I didn't sit through what the jury sat through. Just didn't. Neither did you or anybody else. Anyway, uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, upset after the verdict, tweets out a picture, and it shows a police officer badge, and next to it is a fugitive slave recovery badge from back in, you know, the 1800s, and the caption was, never forget who they are, which the inference is all police officers, that's what they do. You know, to me, and this is me personally speaking, I really haven't got, haven't got into it as much as uh, maybe some other folks have. And for various reasons, because it's a it's a minefield. But taking a knee in support of your beliefs, calling it that's one thing. When you do all these other things, from you know there were a lot of Cuban Americans that lost family members to Fidel Castro and, and the reign of terror he had down there. That again, brave shark infested water to get out of there. Sure. People died including this reporter that you referenced. He had family members that died that Castro wouldn't let out. Mm -hmm. And for Kaepernick playing Miami to stoke those types of emotions in those families shows an incredible lack of understanding or appreciation or empathy. with So you put him in Miami, he's got nothing to do with football. It is a political firestorm. And if you're the owner of the Miami Dolphins, why are you going to alienate a huge section, not of just your fans, but of the city? Why? So you win a football game or maybe you win a football game? Uh-uh. Your guy's right. It's it's the business aspect of it. The two most likely cities for Colin Kaepernick, Seattle and San Francisco, maybe New York. I don't know. Maybe New York. I couldn't tell you there. I'm not the one writing the checks on it. But – the fact that now you have uh, – there's a civil rights leader out of Los Angeles. They're organizing a protest. Mm-hmm. I think they have 20,000 names or so. 31,000. Yeah, they're going to protest, mm-hmm. and they're not going to watch any football games until Colin Kaepernick is signed in the NFL. Well, I think we're going to start one until Tebow's signed in the NFL again. 
you know, a Robert I, Griffin. I think the owners that have the money that make the decisions get to do that. that. That's what I think. It's free enterprise, folks. If they want to sign him, sign him. If not, don't. But I don't have to justify why or why not. Is it being blackballed by the NFL owners? I don't know if that's the term I would use. Are they sending a message to anyone else that might stuff? Folks, it's not the fact that he knelt down for the anthem. It's all the other things he has doubled and doubled and doubled and continues to, to double. double down on that. You know, if you hire whoever signs him, the marketing PR person that day, dude, I'm out. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to be publicist for the Pony Club over in Starkville, Mississippi, because it's got a longer shelf life. Absolutely, and I tell you what. If I'm Colin Kaepernick, right, and since I'm unemployed at the moment, I got a great, great opportunity for him because I think they're looking for him. Become a policeman in the Chicago and work the south side of Chicago for the Chicago Police Department or Dallas, for that matter, because apparently Dallas Police Department, they were they were hiring, if you recall. So go ahead. Spend a day in a policeman's shoes. And then, if you still feel the same way, okay. But you know what? He ain't been shot at yet. Thank God he hadn't. Interesting stuff. But I'm telling you, you have to spend a day in a policeman's shoes to understand what they put up with. And I haven't. That's why, until I do... I can't speak negatively about him. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, this segment brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is the man for you. Give him a call today, 318-342-1411, 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Get him on your side, folks. You won't be sorry. Back in a minute. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. The West Washita Youth Sports Association registration opens on July 22nd and ends on August the 23rd. For football, soccer, and cheerleading, you can register online at wysassociation.website siplay 
Com, or check the website for registration dates at the complex. Cost for football and soccer is $90, and cheerleading is $90 plus uniform. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, the Fake Ed Orgeron, hanging out here on a Monday. Fake Ed, how we doing? Titus look good. Edley looking good. Everybody, uh, the offense is, uh, let me tell you something, that, uh, that Matt Canada, uh, it's installation is going good. Did I say installation? Okay. Installation going good. Tigers are going to be strong this year. If we, as long as we don't lose another offensive lineman, we're going to be okay. So, so we can predict uh, we're going to beat Alabama. I wouldn't go that far. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, good stuff. Hey, speaking of uh, of last chances, I got the. Uh, if you haven't watched Last Chance You on Netflix, dude, you're missing it. They yeah, got I, season I, I one, season two. I'm just trying to get you to watch who it is. It is no, it is it is must see TV. I have to admit, Last Chance You is uh, now the language is a little strong, but uh, it's JUCO baby, it is JUCO. Wow, it's uh, it's a little tough, but I'm telling you, this is uh, okay. Kind of give us a, a little rundown of what you've seen so far in season two. Well, you know, let's. I want to recap season one, and you know, season one, and actually, Buddy Stevens, who our buddy Warren mm-hmm. Guerrero, I think, went to school with. Buddy actually started his college college coaching career here at ULM, I think, in ninety one, ninety two. He, really? he was a uh, graduate assistant, coached a uh, little high school in Louisiana and Alabama. I'm not sure what high school, uh, but I, I did read that in the photo in the uh, in the show credits. At any rate, uh, have you ever been to Scuba, Mississippi? I have, pa- yeah. Actually, I did go to scuba. Why? Uh, were you on the way to your pony I was club bored. I thought. I thought it was. Uh, I was. You know, I had to for so many years. Of course, you know, when I lived in Birmingham, back and forth. I said, you know, I'm just going to take a little detour and go to see East Mississippi Community College because it's right off the interstate there. Well, it's really not, but you know, it's kind of like when I took Sean to Angola one time. I didn't realize it was 30 miles back in the swamps. Um, but anyway, um, it it uh, it's you think. Sh- that should be startable. Scuba should be startable because it is it is stark. You go there to play football and get eligible any way possible. Well, when they show the when they show the the very first part of the show, the very first show number one, they show the like the only working Coke machine in town. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're like, okay, it's a it's I mean it's a town of like six hundred people. Uh, the junior college is there. I don't know how big it is. It's not really big, but they got a five thousand seat football stadium. They've won uh, what two or three national championships in the past decade. Uh, you literally can graduate a dead man from there. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I, okay. Just Mississippi, look, East Mississippi. No, no, no look, look, don't kid yourself. Almost all Mississippi junior colleges. Let's just say the academic uh, ability to graduate, not just players but students, is pretty significant, Jamie. And I speak from. Uh, let's just say years of experience in knowing that. At any rate, we get into to last chance you, and here's what happens. 
the uh, you know the players come from various backgrounds. A lot of them are Division One transfers. They got kicked out of their previous school. It, it might be drugs. It might be academics, uh, coaching, various reasons, and they matriculated last chance you to number one to play football on scholarship. Number two to graduate. Number three to try to go back to a Division One program. And a lot of them are coming from big programs. This year, season two, they came from Georgia, Penn State, uh, Texas Tech, just to name a few. Florida Penn State, State. That's a, that's a that's a little bit of a stretch. Oh, they you go where you you know where it's an opportunity, and they've yep. been a pinnacle of uh, of junior college football. Anyway, all the coaches come through there. It was ironic in uh, season two, early on, Hugh Freeze was there, and they interviewed Hugh a couple times. So obviously, filmed well ahead of time. At any rate, uh, DeAndre Jordan who was the quarterback they kicked out of Florida State when he had altercation with a girl in a bar. Think uh, think Mixon without the broken jaw. But they show the film of it. And this girl's swinging at him the whole deal. He hits her not completely uncalled for. You can't ever do that. So he transfers to East Mississippi. They He's one of the featured players on this program. He went back to Florida Atlantic with Kiffin. Uh, important note, the previous coaching staff prior to Lane Kiffin got there is who signed him. Kiffin honored that. But if you see the way they portray this kid, you listen to him, they interview his parents. This kid is a situation where, and he takes full ownership. Look, I have no excuse. There is no excuse for what I did. I've never done anything like that before. I will never do anything like that again. I made a mistake. Complete ownership with it. And being around a lot of different kids over the years, I would absolutely take him at his word. This kid, the ultimate team player, trying to help his teammates, trying to help him study. The parents are like, look, his mom's crying. I'm so embarrassed. That's not the way we raised our son. But complete ownership of it. Uh, Ended up going and had a great year. He was the uh, maybe the offensive player of the year in junior college, but none of the power fives would touch him. Uh, Excellent academics. Then you had some other kids. You had the kid that got kicked out of Penn State. I think he had failed three drug tests. Another kid that got kicked out of Georgia that had failed three or four drug tests. Uh, the kid from Georgia ended up signing at Mississippi State. Uh, the Penn State kid went to Pittsburgh, went back to Pitt. And these guys are like, the, the way they were portrayed in the show, not in a very flattering light. Uh, the coaches are trying to uh, instill values into them where, it just, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to instill values in, in people. A lot of these kids have not had the same values that the coaches and, and programs are looking for. So it's a very difficult prospect, project, if you will. But uh, Buddy Stevens, I, I did see something in the last episode, Jimmy. I've never seen this before. And that's Warren's buddy. I did see something before. I've never seen this in, in college sports. The offensive coordinator, a guy named Marcus Woods, who, you know, you talk about having the back of that program, and sometimes as an assistant coach, you have to defend the head coach when they do stupid things. And so this guy was always had his back. Now, whether he agreed with him or not, different story. Always, from what that show said, always had his back. So he and the coach, he and Coach Stevens were talking during, the, it was a bowl game, they were playing at Kilgore uh, out of Texas. And some kind of disagreement came up on a play call. And then uh, Coach Stevens didn't like the way he reacted, and he suspended him for the game. He called the guy out of the press box to come down and call plays. I've never seen a coach get suspended in the middle of the game. You can go. You're out. I need somebody else. Well, based on his uh, Coach Stevens' behavior most of the show, I, I can see that. 
I can see where he would do that. I, it, it surprised me because at the end of the day, you know, the loyalty with your coaching staff, uh, since then just about all those coaches have turned over. Yeah. Uh, the, the one guy that played at Auburn, he's from Mississippi, I can't call his name, uh, has stayed with him. That's the defensive line coach, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Erdelman or something like that. Lawrence, I think, DeVore Lawrence. But anyway, yeah, he's been there. But and that's not unusual in junior college anyway. The oh, they're turning over and yeah, staff. But, really but as successful as they are, uh, the Trickett, Clint Trickett went to Florida Atlantic with mm-hmm. Kiffin. Uh, another guy went to Auburn. Uh, another guy went back to high school. Marcus Wood went into uh, fundraising for the university. So they got a whole new staff in there, including uh, who was the quarterback at Ole Miss a couple years ago that beat out the first one that beat Alabama? A uh, kid with a long blonde hair that people hated. What was that guy's name? Tannehill? No, 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 no. I'm no. sorry, what school? Uh, Ole Miss. He played at Ole Miss. Bo oh, Wallace. Bo Wallace. Yeah, thank Bo you. Wallace. Whoever chimed in. Um, Davern, chimed yes, in. and Davern Williams is the uh, is the ex-Auburn lineman, uh, defensive lineman, who's still the uh, defensive line coach at Mississippi, <laughs> Lee, East Mississippi. Lee, Lee tells me that the reason some coaches are in junior college is for the same reason the players are. <laughs> well, As a former junior college coach, I am both uh, appalled, offended, and Miley, admirable you, of, that, you, of that statement. You use your second chance to rehab your image. Jamie, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, I, and I've had chances. As a matter of fact, I turned down a junior college head job a couple years ago at a, at a very, very good school. I'm not sure I could go back in junior college right now. I, I'm just not. And I'll get into that maybe Wednesday or so. It's just a different world. And if you watch that show, my wife was watching part of it. She was, oh, my God. I'm like, absolutely. This is like National Geographic when they go out and, like, film crazy things going. This is junior. The easiest part of what – the kids and the coaches do are on the football field. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest part of their day. That's what they do well. The other 22 hours of the day, going, you assume people understand that going to class is key. You understand people that bringing a paper or a notebook or a pencil to class is key. Doing your homework, logging in the computer to do the assignments required, doing these minimal things that a lot of people find that just, that's just what you do. They've never been exposed to this, and yet they are held to those standards. And the biggest thing is those guys are not there to go to college. They're there to play football and try to go to Division One to the NFL. And you know what? I can say that my oldest son was like that. He got a college degree because he wanted to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm one of the coaches. I don't care what your motivation is as long as you have one. You get your degree, you get really motivated, come back and get a, a master's in something you really feel strongly about. I want you to get that college degree. Uh, and so that opportunity, we'll get into. There's a lot more last chance. You that is required viewing for any of you guys out there. It's uh, it's somewhat disturbing sometimes when you see the how poorly prepared some of these kids. I mean, to me, it's an indictment on parenting, on the education system. Because no question. I mean, it is. I mean, it's just where we are as a society. We got to turn this thing around. I mean, when you yeah. see last chance, you you're going. Dear goodness, is there any hope? There's a that we lot can turn more out there than what you think. That, that yeah, last year, sure. you folks, I lived it. Uh, from my opinion, it is a documentary. It really is. Absolutely. Uh, there's got a lot of truth there. Anyway, you listen to ESPN 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, the fake Ed Orgeron. So, our sponsors today, our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe. 318-345-4545, Pieworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Our friends at Spa Nivelle. For the special people in your life, pamper them with a spa package. 318-807-1060, Spa Nivelle in Monroe. Our friends at GB Cooley, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, text line and hotline. 
Am I leaving anybody out, Jamie? I don't think so. You got Spadaville, GB Cooley, yeah. Powerworks. Yeah, I got Powerworks a couple times. Doctor, At any rate, Doctor well, Dave, Bobby Manning. Bobby Manning. How can I leave Bobby out? He's my he's my personal attorney. So when I get sued, uh, I don't have anything, but you can sue me, and Bobby will help me out. At any rate, uh, thanks to that today. Thanks to John Tabor for running the board. Jamie Fox. I am Terry Walter. Make sure you stay tuned this afternoon for Sean Fox and the Sports Company at Three Bells. Until tomorrow, folks, aloha. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.